You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Today on support for this podcast, I kid you not, he gives off light. I, and I'm not saying that to be poetic. He shines. Lights come out of him, and parts of me were healed. Ever wonder what John Hamm eats for breakfast? Dr. Miriam LaCroix doesn't have to. She knows John Hamm. We'll hear all about their meet cute and how she combines exercise with social activism. It's weird. Like instead of using our own body weight, we will we'll use like like vegetation or or something something real. Join us, won't you? I'm Emily Amy Lauren Becca, and this is support for this podcast. much for joining us. Oh, my um, pleasure. We are Thank you. thrilled to have you. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here. When and how did you meet John Hamm? Oh my gosh. What a day. Um, well, I was on the Crosstown bus and normally I just, I walk across the park. I live on the west side of Manhattan, mm-hmm. New York City. <laughs> of course. Um, not that I'm snobby about it, but you know, it's a great yeah. place to live. A lot of culture. Um, Absolutely. For now. For now. Right. That's true. Um, so I was taking the bus, the 81st Street Crosstown bus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to this class I like to take. Mm-hmm. And normally I take class on the west side, but there was a teacher that I just, you know, some of those teachers that just have that voice. Yes. Or they'll do that thing where they say, like, 10 reps left, and then they start talking to someone, giving them corrections, and you're mm-hmm. thinking, do you remember what number you're on? Yeah. So that teacher was teaching, so I said, I'm not taking her class. I'm Mm going to go take the class on the east side. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like part workout, part, like, social responsibility. Um, It's weird. Like, instead of using our own body weight, we'll, we'll use, like, like vegetation or or something something real. You know what I mean? So it's a way of, like, connecting. So you're lifting eggplants. For example. Right. So then, and it's stuff that we've harvested, and then we... Mm cook it and afterwards and it's a really nice kind of instead of um religion now when and how did you meet john ham um that placed me at the scene of the crime as it were on the crosstown <laughs> what 81st. a crime <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> oh please arrest me arrest me so um we're stuck for a long time at the corner of central park west and 81st street and there's like this huge hoopla and it looks like they're shooting something you know uh, uh-huh. a television show so yes. of course me and all the 80 year olds are like what are they shooting it's oh. so exciting you know that's one of the perks of living where we get to live you know we get to see yeah. the, the art really no become the to, art you know cleveland or some subpar city like that no no right and subpar isn't exactly the term i would use i would just say like have you been I see this guy like making a big to do at the at the food station, and I'm staring out the window. My seat partner Maureen, turns mm. out her name is, is looking out the window too. And lo and behold, it's John Ham. <laughs> and this point now, there's just like this sort of um, foggy sheen between us and him, and it's becoming all the more romantic and mm. and quizzical and chimerical, if you will. Like, who is that guy? who is, as it happens, just sort of having like this temper tantrum. And so I thought, I don't know what kind of 
person he is. I don't know if he's maybe the kind of, you know, has to stay in character, mm. um, which in my very small experience um, doing sort of um, community theater uh, growing up, it was really, I mean, I I would understand if he wanted to stay in character because that was, that's what I was taught to do yes. by my mentors yes. when we did um, Annie. Were you... Uh, Miss Hannigan? No. Oh, but thank you so much for thinking yeah. that I was. No, I was Pepper, actually. Oh, great. Which was was quite a challenge, actually, for a, um, a girl of 15, you know, to pull that off, actually. Right. Is um, Pepper is, um, is the, the man that she goes to live with? No, um, I believe that's Daddy Warbucks. And then the next thing I know, the doors open... And onto the bus walks Don Draper. What a thrill. You live for that. Mm. You spend your whole life preparing, mm. you know, wondering mm. what you're going to do. So he sits down and he starts stomping his feet and, and talking to himself. And he's saying something about, like, eggs or, or mushrooms or peppers and omelets. And it turns out they didn't have the ingredients for the omelet he wanted. Oh. Yeah. Um, so he quit. He quit. He was working on a film, and he that at that moment, apparently he just said, it's too much, and he quit. Did he sit towards the front or the back of the bus? He sat right by the front. Oh. Right by the front. Hmm. I know. It's odd. You would think he would, he would want to sort of mingle in the back and hide, mm. and um, but I think he was really agitated and looking to maybe jump off while the bus was moving. <gasps> I, I, it seemed like that, but then... Yeah. Once we sort of started interacting, I think he calmed down a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lucky there there weren't elderly people um, taking those seats in the front. No, there were. There oh. were. He asked them to please give up their seats, and they did. They were incredible. People think New Yorkers are so rude, mm. but we are the most generous. And so there was a man in a wheelchair who unstrapped himself and was rolling Okay, so he's, this is, what a wild story. Wild. There's a man rolling. Yeah. John Ham's in the front. Did you approach him? Uh, well, so he took the man's seat, and I was sitting right next to him. Mm. Um, and so of it was course, a three-seater? No, Maureen, it was like, you? well, Maureen and I were facing front, uh-huh. and then he was sitting on the side, oh. one of those seats that are reserved for elderly or disabled. Yes, yes. And so I was on the, on the window, mm. so I was right next to him. He was on that furthest wow. elderly disabled seat. Mm. So that no, uh, as I had predicted or or, or sort of uh, secreted, mm. he asked me what I was listening to <gasps> on my iPod. Amazing. Yes. And I just, you know, at first I was like, should I make something up? Should mm. I, should I say I'm listening to, I don't know, classical music mm. or hip hop or because to look at me, I mean, I'm, I look sort of very mild mannered and I wanted to impress him, sure. you know, and I wondered what would he listen to. But he beat me to it, mm. and he saw um, that I was listening to Round Here, mm. and he said that's his favorite song. My heart just skipped a beat. I can't even imagine how you were feeling. Support for Support for This Podcast is brought to you by Tough Choices Travel Consultants. As everyone knows, planning a vacation is hard. Even harder, deciding where to go in the first place. You make tough choices all day, every day in your life. So leave the hard vacation planning to Tough Choices Travel Consultants. 
Tough Choices Travel Consultants takes the headache out of your travel plans because they've already narrowed it down to the only two locations you should ever be caught dead traveling to right now, Tulum and Iceland. You'll work one-on-one -on -one with one of our esteemed consultants who have only ever been to Tulum and or Iceland. Our experts are happy to help you decide which location is the better fit for you and your needs. Ultimately, the conclusion they'll help you get to? Both. You must get to both Tulum and Iceland as soon as possible and document it on Instagram. We can guarantee you'll only have a so-so time, but feel great that you did it because everyone will know you're on top of the latest millennial travel trends. Actually, you're just on the cusp. In fact, you may even be too late for Tulum. Sorry. Top Choices Travel Consultants, your one-stop shop for the only two stops. Enter code WHEELSUP for 15% off when you book both trips at once. In that moment, you're seeing John Hamm mm -hmm. on the bus, mm -hmm. and do you do you realize in the moment that he is the most attractive person you've ever met or will meet, or did did it did you have to take a second and say, "Wow, wow, wow"? I kid you not. He gives off light. I'm mm. I'm I, and I'm not saying that to be poetic. He shines. Lights come out of him, and parts of me were healed. Mm. Yeah, I, I've like I've a modern had some, shaman. Yeah. Which is actually Shamham. Um, that's a great. Do you, did you do you get the impression that he feels limited by his beauty? Oh my God, that's what I got from from the experience. How I long was he on the bus with you? Oh, about um, well until we got across to the museum. So across the entire park. Mm. Yeah. So that's maybe twenty minutes. Even? Uh, well, probably twelve actually. Okay. But that's, that's I mean twelve wonderful. minutes is. Twelve minutes more than I've ever had with no, I, it, with I yeah, and and right, it it they were profound minutes. Yes. Um. Now, what does he smell like? I think our listeners would love yeah. to know that. Yeah. Um. Juicy fruit. Oh. Yeah. I just got it, and I was like, you know, just, yeah. And juicy fruit. What? Is there any better smell? No. Yeah. What do? You, can you share with us? Do you think? Was he super excited when he got when he booked Mad Men? This was before he was a star, remember? Right. If you, know? if you can even imagine such a time. I don't want to go back there. I, who does? I think that he probably felt like, how am I? How am I going to live up to this? You know, mm. this is, we're going to have to see a whole arc. We're going to have to see me with the dog tags. We're going to have to see me with bets. Me with, um, I can't remember any of the other women, but... Do you but, think he thought it was funny how high-waisted the pants were? Well, I, th I think he thought it was funny because I, th because he's got a great sense of humor. Because as once he calmed down on the bus, he was, oh, he was cracking wise the whole way across Central Park. Now, it is pretty well known that um, John Hamm was an improv teacher at Ellie Kemper's High School in St. Louis. Mm. Do you think that he knew that she was going to be a big success? Ellie Kemper, um, for our listeners, is the star of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I think he did. I think he probably uh, was a little too hard on her just because he knew she could be more than, than a pretty face, you know? Mm. I think he was exacting. I only know, going back to that Annie experience. She did say, I was in ninth grade, and he taught the improv section of my theater class, mm. and everyone loved him, mm. end quote. I think it's interesting. I think there's a parallel. I think he probably sensed that in me, a kind of need to, to be a mentor. And I mm. think he probably did the same for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's helpful in the career you're in, which is? Oh, I'm an OBGYN. I, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's life, you know. Do you think he likes brunettes? No. Um, oh. I, no. I, okay. 
Well, because I, I don't care because I'm married and I'm a brunette, but I just mm. figured I'd ask. No, I, I suspect he doesn't. Let's move on. Okay. Now, this is sensitive, and maybe he wouldn't want you to discuss it, but mm. I think it's pretty relevant given what we've been talking about already today. And I think our listeners would find it really important. How does he feel about the Hamaconda incident? You know, I think he feels limited by it. I mm. think, I think again, it's not fair to put him in this box, in this, again, we keep a large box. Back. Yes, well, a large or a, a snake tank or whatever you keep anacondas in. But I, 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 I think he's more than that, and mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be seen as just that. Why should he be bound and beholden to societal norms that dictate that guys have to wear underwear or else we have to discuss the size of their phallus? I think it's unfair. Especially as someone, um, as a straight, white, incredibly handsome man Mm -hmm. in America Mm -hmm. who has personified, um, you know, American masculinity, he must feel so put upon. So put upon. By society. So put upon. It's hard. It's hard. Like, can't I go to my CrossFit class, I'm being him right now, mm. without underwear and, and and not worry about everyone, you know, staring at me. Um, I just think he's more than that. Mm. Did he, do you know if he, um, if he sought comfort from Christina Hendricks during that time? Because I know that sure. she has uh, had similar experiences with being objectified. Yes. Well, I will say she was able to find solace in his, let's be honest, manly beautiful arms and um right Mm. she i think they 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 spoke a lot about the size of her breasts and the size of his you know i don't want to say penis because it i i don't want to limit him to anatomical terms Mm. i I think in his case it's probably more than that you know i i know light light comes off of his 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 head and his face and his hair i can only it's getting warm in here Oh, Emma. Let's move on. Is that your name, right, Emma? No. Oh. So you just had a baby and you can't wait to show the world. But babies are super high maintenance and they don't dress themselves. Literally. That's where Rent the Crawlway comes in. Go online now to rentthecrawlway.com to find an immense array of designer babywear meant for your special day. You've got tons of pictures to post of your baby on social media. The only thing worse than a dirty diaper or a botched episiotomy is a repeated onesie. How are your close friends and family going to tell the difference between week one and week three if your baby's in that same tired penguin hoodie? You and your baby don't have time for duplicate looks. Make your adult friends jealous when they see your baby wearing Givenchy and Yves Saint Laurent before they can even hold their head up or understand the idea of self. And cleanup couldn't be easier. A soiled outfit is no concern at Rent the Crawlway. Poop, pee, spit up, whatever else babies excrete, let them do what they want. They're your baby. Just send the outfit back in our free return bag where each piece will be baby dry cleaned by our designer baby clothing specialists. And don't forget to pick out your baby's next look at rentthecrawlway.com. Unlimited packages start at just $575. Or try the first week free with discount code HUMANDOLL. Rent the Crawlway. Your baby grows fast, but your Instagram feed is forever. Um, did he like working with Ben Affleck in the town? No. They hated each other. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I don't know the details about that. And that that came up in those 12 minutes. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Is John Hamm a foodie? 
I know you mentioned the omelet experience, but does that is is that indicative of the uh, the discerning nature of all of his food choices? Look, when your name is Ham, you're it's again any way you slice it. Oh my God, <laughs> you are. I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason. This is a calling. This is a stop, calling. What you do. Stop it. It's 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 the same way I I think about delivering life into the world, but. Um, Everyone has their purpose. Everyone has their purpose. And they're all equally important. I don't I don't agree with that. I'm just gonna ask you some rapid fire questions sure, here. Sure. What do you think uh John Ham's favorite letter is? L. Absolutely L. For love or I just know that it would be L. Oh. What's his favorite girl group? Well, the Spice Girls, obviously. Again, if we're bringing back the food theme. Oh. Yeah. I would have thought he was more of a Danity Kane man. Oh, well, I don't know. But remember, he's not, you know, he's not 22. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> Favorite color? Turquoise. Favorite number? 17. Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. Favorite season? Fall. Now, here's a fun question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called Shag, Mary Kill. Oh, I love that game. And it would be with... You, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and our audio engineer, Ben Michael Sam Matt Mark. Oh. So who fine. would John Ham shag Mary kill? Oh. Um Well, I think he would kill you. Only because uh I think he the intrusion into his privacy, I think, is a little Sure. Aggressive. Sure. You know. I, I would argue your complicity in that might make you number one on the list. It's great. It's a great point, except for the fact that we did share that that moment on the bus, and that is, we can't unring that bell. You're right. You know, so I think, I guess, I guess he would marry me, hmm. and I think he would shag um, Ben, Mark, Michael, Ben, Michael, Jimmy, Sam, Jason. Matt, Mark. So having spent those precious 12 minutes mm. with uh, television mm. and films, John Hamm, mm-hmm. what do you think was the best piece of advice that he gave you? Oh, wow. Um, I'd say probably um, he told me to get a new Metro card. I think that really says it all about him. Like, I think he's all about use that Metro card, you know, mm. and whatever that means to you. Sure. And especially for him as an actor mm-hmm. um, to be willing to talk to a doctor who... Uh, wh- what is it you do? You bring life into the world? I mean... Right, exactly. So for him to be able to talk to you is a real privilege and speaks to his humanity. Right. I mean, I don't think what I do is so unimportant, but I, I do think... Yeah, but you're, you're not starring on Mad Men for six seasons. No. <laughs> I mean, How many Emmys have you won? That is true. I mean, I... I we Were could get in into the, the details. No, we, you, no, that's a great point. I mean, we could get into the details of where I received my training. That's all the time right? we have. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm. I feel so grateful that I get the opportunity to go around the city and the country. Actually, I have a couple dates coming up to wow. speak about this. That's great. Well, thank yeah. you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. To read Dr. Miriam LaCroix's most recent ZocDoc reviews, or to see clips from her 1991 performance as Pepper in the Yonkers Community Theater production of Annie, go to our website at www.supportforthispodcast.com extras. I'm your host, Emily, Amy, Lauren, Becca. Thanks for listening. And as always, for supporting Support for This Podcast. Thank you.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.